0: what is going on, everything's just uh, burning at me.
1: I think we're recorded. so... Oh! Ah, there we go!
0: In this day and age of... High tech computers, Wi Fi, all this crap, and I still can't get it done smoothly. What's going on?
1: I think uh, ah! there's one, there's one continual thing in that, mate, and it's you.
0: <laughs> yeah, use it. <error>. I, I <laughs> think,
1: <laughs> that be a you set me up too well for that one. How are we doing? You good? Yeah, I set you up.
0: Not yeah, 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 I'm good, mate. I'm good. Um, I'm probably better than your legs, to be fair. Um, but I am good. I've, I've. I'm having another one of those weeks where I'll have a good week of training. I feel really super strong, Mm -hmm. quite fit and fast. And then I have... Obviously, you know, at the minute, I'm having lots of work done to the house, so I'm just super busy at work. So then I'll have another week where I'm like, shit, it's Thursday, and I've done nothing all week again. Zero like, miles. Like, in the sense of training. Yeah, know. yeah. And it's like, oh, come on, Jack. you just got to get at least three or four weeks of consistency back to back. And I just have not managed it yet, and it's really getting me down. Um, but what's really weird is because I'm only focusing on the short stuff, it... Like, it sounds silly, but it's actually not too hard to get back into the rhythm. It's just continuing it, you know, like, I actually really enjoy it. Like, gone are the days where I, like, dread tempo runs and hard runs and intervals. So it turns out, Luke, when you're trying to run a quite high-powered podcast, the computer needs, you know, to be updated. Otherwise, it just throws a hissy fit mid-podcast. Anyway, I think i asked you how those legs were. How are those legs, Luke? Yeah, um, not
1: too bad, actually. I kind of thought I would be out of action for a bit longer, but probably a few days they were quite sore, like calves a little bit. But since yesterday, felt a lot better. Um, I made sure I went out on the bike um, on Monday, just got 10 miles in, just kept the legs moving, giving them a little spin. um, And I've been making sure I've been walking. I've been at work and stuff, so Done a do bit you of think it's,
0: um, Do you think it's like a false feeling of feeling good, though? Do you think if you try to do, like, I don't know, a 5K tempo or a park run right now, you would feel it? Do you think you'd have negative effect or positive effect?
1: Um, I think they'd be sore, yeah. If I went to go out f- uh, at some pace, I reckon, yeah, I'd feel that. Um, I'm probably going to go for an easy run um, a little bit later, so I'll find out how it really is for a run. But yeah. <laughs> it's hard because I've done plenty of races before not the same distance obviously but and uh, my legs have felt worse doing a uh, spartan race yeah. sometimes doing a beast that's the
0: terrain though right it's correct yeah. so for, i just realized we haven't actually told the listeners what we're actually reviewing <laughs> so um let's tell the listeners. so luke basically took on southampton marathon last weekend didn't you luke uh, sunday yep sunday and your time not that i was surprised by any means but your time was two forty-two. is that correct
1: Yeah, two forty-two. It went through. My official time uh, was two forty-four. Two forty-four.
0: So, and that's uh, road marathon, obviously uh, flat, reasonably flat. Um, at a thousand feet of
1: elevation.
0: Mm, A bit of a few punchy bits. One thousand
1: two hundred-ish has come up on my Strava, which I've just realised that is actually quite seems fairly high for a marathon, like a road one.
0: Um good job you didn't uh, notice it then.
1: No, I thought that was pretty good. Normally, yeah. when when I see 1,000 on a Spartan race, I'm like, I'm oh, okay. That, yeah. No, I think that's good. If I see 3,000 feet on wow. a Spartan, yeah, then yeah. I panic. That's when you see
0: 3,000 metres, that's when you really wow, panic. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's when I'm like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm in the wrong country. <laughs> yes, um, literally. So, Southampton, so generally then, this is your first marathon. It uh, is, yeah. marathon. You've obviously been up to the half distance in road, haven't you? And you've been up to obviously... I've, I've never done distance. a half.
1: Maybe um, not. Not not a race. I've done a half in an I half I so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so you haven't uh, done a standalone road No. Half. This is my first kind of proper road race apart from smaller local ones. Yeah, so yeah. it was kind of interesting just to like how busy is it? What's the start line like? How where am I going to be placed? All this kind of stuff. Because you get section, they did A, B, C, D, you had to put in your prospective your time. marathon yeah. time before uh, luckily enough, I was put in the A group at the front, so it wasn't too bad. Um, pretty much, I was like one row from the from was the Was there elite
0: runners there or not?
1: No, you didn't have uh, an elite wave? No, just had the A pack. Um, so the people that were probably looking for sub three, I think, were all A.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, there wasn't there wasn't any uh, like elite top level kind of guys. Um, which I guess was good and bad, but they put the half off with the marathon, which was good in a way. Dangerous,
0: because... dangerous.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes. I've got uh, a story,
0: actually. I'll tell you the story before we get here. So when I got into triathlon, we <coughs> were at the tri club, and I remember a guy telling me a story once on a run. It was hilarious. And basically, um, and I'm sorry, because this probably comes across as a little bit uh, sexist, but this is how it generally how it was. But basically, um, not sexist, but... So obviously... What's happening was my mate. He's gone off for a run. He's, he's running along. He's doing the full 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 marathon. Mm-hmm. And he gets himself a little group with some good looking girls, shall we say? You know, they've got little shorts on, and he thinks this is a great place to be. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna stay next to these girls. Um. Anyway, so there. I think they're sort of pull him along. And at the point this point, he didn't realise they were only doing the half. Mm. So, I think they realised quickly realised that he was doing the full and they were doing the half. And basically, I think they sort of pulled him along purposely the whole (laughs) way round. And then it got to the point where it was like the turn, the lap, the finish for the half. And I think they almost went, bye, we're finishing now. And he was like, oh, Uh. shit, I've just kept up this pace for, you know, the last hour and a half to keep with these girls. And they're (laughs) only doing, and I think he blew himself up. Um, but yeah, I think it was a mix between wanted to stay being chatting up by pretty girls, but also didn't really want to be shown up by a girl. Um, but yeah, I always remember that, and ever since then, I always remember like just, that just proves to me you can't race the people next to you. You've got to do your own game plan. And I suppose and this is something that we're going to learn from you in a minute. I suppose marathon training and marathon racing, especially road, is completely different to anything we do: Spartan trail, OCR races. Right? How have you found running on the road, Luke?
1: yeah um, to be fair I found it pretty good I really enjoyed it um, I've, ever since I've got into like OCR and stuff um, the road road running has been slightly more accessible as training for me yeah um, because I live you do a lot of road running don't you yeah I've done a lot of road running um, also trail but a lot I would say more of my training has been on the road so I'm pretty used to running on the road I haven't done a lot of races on the road though so um, but yeah, it was, it was good. It was interesting. I actually kind of enjoyed doing those, uh, those weekly harder runs, like you were saying earlier, like tempos and kind of like grinding myself. Um, I've got a couple of places around here that are like car free or yeah. pretty much car-free. Like, I've got a, bit, uh, it's a park where you can get a good run in, and there's the seafront, which is great. So if as long as you can dodge the well, people... it's
0: great until about May, and then everyone well, starts yeah. visiting your hometown, and you're like, dodge the tourists, uh, dodge the tourists, dodge the Yeah,
1: well, that's normally when I go and retreat Ooh, to the dog. trails. <laughs> yeah, I retreat to the trails back then. But, um, yeah, no, I found it really good. Um, I've actually enjoyed it more than I thought. I, I thought mm. maybe I'd be like, oh, this is proper boring, like... It's not a fun kind of thing, but um, no, I enjoyed it. Um, and yeah, like you're saying, so when we went off, we went off with the half. Um, obviously, they went out pretty quick. <laughs> I kind of half went and half didn't. Mm. Um, looking back on it now, my first mile was
0: 548.
1: Oh, Jesus. Um, so. You did go for it, then. Well, yeah. Uh, I kind of got caught up then. Put that into perspective, what was your average pace over the whole race? Um, 6.12, I think. Okay, so... Uh, 6.11. Wow. Six, okay, Six eleven.
0: So not, actually not too bad, but I suppose in your brain, you want to be sitting somewhere between that 6.00 and 6.10, don't you? That's yeah. that was sort of your goal mark.
1: So my whole aim for the race was to sit. So when I did my kind of like test half, yeah. I did uh, about 6.07, so yeah, for the for the half, and I felt fairly comfortable. So I knew if I could go six five to six ten, yeah, um, I had all the way up to six eighteen as like my you,
0: barrier. You, that's, that's yeah,
1: because that was my a goal was to do two hours forty five uh, for the marathon. So I knew I had a good buffer. So I went out then. Obviously, first mile, I I still felt felt very good, but. I instantly did the first mile. It pinged up on my watch, and I was like, no, i got to sit back. So my next mile was 6.09. Yeah. So I literally not just... not bad,
0: because you can actually go the opposite way, can't you? Oh, and yeah. I've done this in shorter races, where you've gone out too hard the first mile. You think, oh, shit, I've gone out too hard. I'll back off. But, and then the problem is you end up backing off a little bit too much, and then yeah. you're like, oh, shit, I've got to pick the pace up again. And it's very difficult. And that's where pacing training comes in, right, where you learn to pace... And I suppose the benefit is of you knowing your road pace, you, you you do a lot of road so you can actually gauge your pacing. Whereas yeah. someone that's not used to that might struggle on the road to gauge pacing.
1: Yeah, and I, I kind of think I'm not the greatest. I think I'm still pretty new to like really getting that pacing in some runs. If it's a flat run, I could probably pace better. Yeah. Yeah. But once you start throwing the hills in and little and <laughs> changes and other people kinda of fluctuates a little bit but um it was good. So the the start of it obviously was um was pretty quick. Um I literally did a six oh nine, then I, I did a sick well f- five fifty eight, so I kinda of got caught up again. Um but we were going Damn a, li- girls. <laughs> a little bit of elevation. But I kinda of knew obviously the marathon doesn't really start until twenty miles per <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, se. Um, it kicks in, that wall hits it. Like, for me, the ones I've done, 18, 18, hmm. 20, it's like, oh my God. Oh,
1: I was really comfortable until about 22, I would say. Uh, my pacing was fairly consistent all the way up till about, I'd say, twenty twenty one, 21. Um, and then I kind of, the last six miles, uh, the last 10K kind of dropped a little bit. Yeah. Now, it was a fairly exposed at some points. Like we were racing along like sea, not seafront, but like harbour front um, in a park. And then there was a bit where you were racing. Basically, they closed the dual carriageway and you raced up this dual Ugh. carriageway. Ugh. But because it's four lanes wide, yeah. there was no, the wind um, was just oh coming God. straight yeah. at me. So, yeah. Um, So pretty much how the race played out, I I went round with pretty much first half in between. I kind of was with a little group, then I was behind a little group. So I'd say probably about six miles I was kind of with somebody. And then after that, I was running on my own. And I ran on my own almost the whole way after six miles. So that was fairly tough.
0: That's the issue Uh, of being so quick though, Luke, isn't it? (laughs) You you take that gamble that actually... Well, this is what, your own.
1: Yeah, this is what I kind of... I feared at one point, and then I was like, okay, maybe... And then I read that they had pacers, and I was like, oh, brilliant, they've got pacers. Maybe I could just jump in with a pacer for... three uh, hours. Uh, for the half marathon, I was thinking, uh, oh, I'll go with like, a 220 or 222 pacer. Yeah. Um, the pacers didn't start until one thirty, <laughs> And I was like, ah, oh, okay. So... I was you just ho- Yeah, I was hoping I'd find like a half marathon around that. And I was kind of like in between. I didn't there was one guy that was kind of came through right at the end to go he must have gone 119 because I went around 120 on on the half or 121. Yeah. And he just came past me to go to the finish line in the last mile, so he'd put a kick in to get yeah. that. I think he was trying to dip. But anyway, so pretty much as a as a marathon as a scenic route, uh, the highlight was running through um, St Mary's Stadium, Southampton yep. Football yeah, Stadium.
0: Yeah. They do a lot uh, of that now, don't they? They do that at the Ironman as well. You go into Bolton yeah. Stadium. Like I like that oh, when they use the local landmarks.
1: Yeah, they do that. I think they do red and half as well. They go through the stadium. I'm
0: surprised you didn't get asked to play for them while you're there because <laughs> they're that shit at the minute. Mind you, I can't <laughs> well, talk, but. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't talk about Tottenham, mate. You only got a manager. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, that mate, was a
0: highlight. Get upset. Don't be
1: upset. <laughs> that was a was a nice thing. Um, I'd say other highlights. It wasn't an overly scenic route. I wouldn't.
0: More... Question: Will you do another one?
1: Yes, definitely. Well, you I will
0: definitely
1: I... do another half. Yeah, definitely do you another you got half. In you? What do you think you've got in you now? Um, be honest. I reckon I could go in. And what would you have to change
0: in your training to get there? Do you think you'd have to change, like literally quit OCR for a little while just to dedicate yourself to road running? Or do you think you could still do it alongside a season?
1: Um, Questions? Yeah, I don't know. I think think if I picked a flat marathon, maybe Berlin Mm. or um, London or somewhere that's pretty flat, um, the bridge, the, so we had to go over it, itching bridge in Southampton, which basically takes you over the big river, um, in, in like the middle of Southampton. And that we went up it and then down it and then back up it and then down it. So I did that four times. Aye, aye, aye. Um, that was a killer. So uh, f- pretty much on that one, um, I kind of dropped a bit of time. I'd say for the, elevation i lost maybe 10 i'd say five seconds a mile overall
0: yeah
1: um so i reckon if it was flatter i could do a bit more pace work i need to do i'd need to do more endurance work um yeah flatter course i reckon i could go a bit faster so i I probably will go back uh and do another marathon at some point and i'll I'll aim to go so you need for the aim you'd need to go 5.55 5.55 to six, around six minutes a mile or just less to get around 2.37, 2.36.
0: Which is most people part race pace,
1: yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I reckon I could do that. I've gone sub six minutes for the 10 mile. Um, yeah. I've done that a few times. Um, so I reckon I could do that. I reckon I could yeah. go sub two hours for the 20, so... It's yeah. it's doable. It's, I don't think it's well This has shown me that I probably have a bit more in the tank if I dedicate to like a race. So yep. my build my build up was about thirteen to fourteen weeks. Right. Um, so not
0: massive, but not yeah, it's
1: quite n- a good build up though. Not massive. What I have noticed is my weekly mileage is much lower than a lot of other people's. Yeah. Um, so my that my comes uh,
0: down to time and job and all that as well.
1: It, yeah, right? and also historical. Like I've never ran a long yeah. uh, big mileage I've never ran 50 to 70 miles my my highest uh, mileage per week was 45 yeah um and I went I think I did like three or four maybe maybe five weeks at about 30 a couple of weeks at 35 then 40 then just up again so I kind of built up quite nicely um so yeah there'll be a few things I would do different to redo the marathon but yeah I think I could do uh some other little bits, but like I said, so it was a lapped marathon. So I did one lap, and then I went back and did that lap again. So I kind mm. of, I kind of, I, I think that's good and bad because I knew where the flats were coming and I knew where I should push to.
0: Definitely helps knowing the course, doesn't
1: it? Yeah, um, and on the second lap, I had a bike. Um, that's cheating,
0: mate. You can't have a bike.
1: <laughs> yes, no, I had a, an event bike. Yeah. So basically, for the front two, I think, or the front three. So, they obviously had a bike at the front of the half um, to take the lead person round. Yeah. They had a bike for the lead marathon guy who was about two minutes ahead of me. Um, and then I think because there was a gap, they came there. A guy rid in front of me, although he didn't ride close, bless so him. You, you didn't get
0: any benefit of it, like.
1: No. He didn't shield me from um, anything. I think at one point there was a hill quite early on. Um, and I overtook him on the hill and then after then he stayed quite far ahead of me
0: yeah do you Good. think he was told not to draft you
1: yeah probably I guess yeah. so um, Yeah. As he in, you yeah.
0: Know, you allowed you to get a draft from him I mean that's sort of no
1: the, the, the great thing he did was uh, about 2k to go he dropped back right next to me and just told me we've got 2k to go it's it's flat it's downhill
0: yeah
1: go for it let's go um, and then he went off again and then he was just literally, I don't know, 300 yards ahead of me. So I could see him at pretty much at all times, all right, but I was yeah. nowhere actually near him. Yeah. Um, but what that was what about cool. the
0: lead runner? Because obviously you came second in this race. So the lead runner, was I did. He, did you ever get any like, close to him enough to like even get near him or was he always just that too far ahead?
1: Um, first half. He was probably within like 10 to 15 seconds ahead. I could see him for most of it. Yeah. Um, and then he kind of made a break. it kind of made a bit of a, I'd say 10 miles. He kind of made it a bit further
0: and further. So from you say from mile six, you're pretty much on your own. So had you dropped all the half marathoners as well at that point?
1: I was in between. So like, the fast halves were in, gone, gone. Yeah. and the slower ones were just behind me. So I was okay. literally like in between. I wasn't running with somebody. And but did was, you
0: know who was half and full? Did they have different colour bibs on or hats? Um, or, you know, yeah, like
1: so, well, we had dark blue and light blue. Yeah, <laughs> so okay. I, the marathons were dark and the guys were light. So I had picked out maybe four or five guys that had dark on the start line. So I kind of yeah. knew, okay, orange bib, uh, pink bib, yeah. uh, black top. Yeah. So I kind of knew. There was one guy who went off real hot from the start, like even faster than me on the first mile yeah um he had a bright orange bib on and I, I knew he was doing the full and i was like okay he looks serious like maybe um he's he's going for it but he, he ended up coming third and after i spoke to him it was his first marathon so right again like me we were both novices didn't really kind of his
0: way
1: yeah. Yeah, just gauge it so yeah I, I didn't get close enough to like battle it out with first. He was all, after about 10 miles, he's about a minute ahead and then I yeah. guess he finished about a minute, two minutes ahead of me in the end. But, yeah, like I said, super interesting. I think it marathon kind of exposes you um, to like, have you really, really trained? And I'm yeah. glad I did do a good amount of training because I could have blown up a lot earlier. I could have fell off quite easy there was bits where it was windy on the first half and I kind of could push through um and I just felt on the second half towards the end when it was windy when there was a a hill I could have gone quite a good pace on the first one I, I just felt myself easing back so I kind of dropped into like the 620s um at one point even like a 630 um and depending on the hill um, but I kept everything under 7, under under 6.45. Um, yeah, came out with a good average. It's interesting because you look at your your pace and then I can look at the, the grade on Stravi, look at the grade adjusted pace. Yeah. So my, my grade adjusted pace was um, overall, I think, like
0: 6.05. Right.
1: So it just kind of gives me an inkling that, okay, right, with a lower grade of uh, elevation, I maybe could run a bit faster and with a bit more training, probably a little bit more. So that's my kind of thinking and stuff, but it's an interesting one. Like I said, I'd definitely do another one. Um, I probably want to pick a little bit more of a scenic route um, or maybe a a destination marathon. Um, I've got my eyes on Berlin, but the nice thing now is I have a time that's good for age. So, trying to get into bigger marathons might be easier.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah, sure.
1: So that, that's it's an interesting thing. But after this, it's about OCR now, moving into the OCR
0: season. I was going to say, did you run along this marathon thinking, what's the next obstacle, what's the next obstacle? Did you just look <laughs> at trees and you're like, I could do a swing on that tree? And always that thing is like, yeah, you're quick, mate, but can you do a set of monkey bars? <laughs> uh,
1: yes, I can. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I would... I think just obviously OCR races just have that more interesting factor, don't they? Even trail races are slightly more interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I generally think we all do OCR because um, I think secretly, at all, at heart, even the weekend warriors that wouldn't say they're competitive, I generally do think we all have a love-hate relationship with running, right? We have periods where we absolutely love running, we want to be better runners, we want to be faster, we we want to be able to put tempos in intervals. That's all great, Do you know, mm-hmm. all good and well. However, re- secretly, we all just like um, having the obstacles to take the punishment of running away. Like, I still wouldn't call myself a runner. Do You know what I mean? You know, I run, I like running, I run. Try to run, you know, three or four times a week, four times a week, in the it's once a week. But you know tell me I mean? I try and run, and I would call myself a runner in that sense. Yeah. But when people say to me, oh, what running races do you do? I'll always go, well, it is running, but mainly it's like being a monkey, really. You know, like it's just jumping on obstacles and doing things. But we all know OCR is 95% running, but I still oh, yeah. wouldn't call myself a runner. You know, I still call myself an OCR athlete. You know, I, I definitely put me even in in a marathon you know like right now in my current state i think i'd i'd get under the three but i would struggle to get anywhere near 244 i know that for sure Mm. and i also know that you'd have to train for it but you know you maybe stick a carry in there stick a few obstacles all of a sudden you know i'm as good as anyone else in that course and it's funny how although you might not be your brain, my brain seems to think like that. It's almost like, well, if there's obstacles in there, it's anyone's game. doesn't necessarily mean you're the fastest runner of the winds all the time. No, and that's uh, what I love about OCR, right?
1: Yeah, we, we've seen that in OCR. Like, you can be super fast on um, the road or something. We've had a lot of people come into it, and it, it's different. It doesn't no. translate, does it? No, no most of the time not, but no. sometimes no. yes. It's, yeah. uh, it's interesting. I think OCR is kind of like one of those great kind of um events that does level a field like you do have people who are much better at obstacles or just really good grinders like i'd say yourself you're a good grinder you've got the like carries is your favorite when it gets a bit nitty and gritty and like a bit a bit grimy in an ocr race if there's a swim or there's kind of like a bit more of a crawl or a drag or something like you'll come to the fore a bit more like Jack will be up at the front when there's a big carry, etc. So it's it's one of those OCR does make a level playing field for for different skill sets. Um and obviously to be like really good at it you have to be a bit more specific per se. I would yeah. say when you go to the classic OCR, um, so like a bit more rig orientated, that's when you're specification and specific stuff comes in yeah um i'd say i'd still say spartan you could be a bit more broader um yeah. you just because be, you could be
0: a bit more open with spartan can't you yeah you, do you do could
1: it. still come from a uh running a, a running background or a background that has a good amount of like strength work in it but you could still be quite a good runner and do spartan very well
0: yeah, um, well, we've seen that. We've seen, like, yeah. you know, even if you've got Dan Corner, wasn't necessarily the best on obstacles, but because the boy could run and he had a bit of pedigree about him, you know, he tore up Spartan, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, and we've had others that have done the exact same thing, you know. You look at Tom Turtle right now. Okay, Tom, is, don't get me wrong, he's good on obstacles as well, but predominantly he's a very good runner, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. And extremely doesn't good fail runner. Things, doesn't fail things, so other than the odd spear here and there, um, you know so it's difficult because Spartan does allow that to happen and I suppose that is that is Spartan right I mean this is why for me when we get back to this old age co- contest of like oh drop the spear don't do this don't do that I personally think things like the spear do actually make Spartan being completely um, a runner's course oh. otherwise it could be a trail it could be a cross country right you know um, Spartan we lost spear. You. no I'm here can you hear me can you hear me hear me now it's recording. Can you hear me? Hello. Hello. There we
1: are, we're back. now. There we go. <laughs> yeah, you froze. We both so froze. The spear.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. So what I mean by that is like I still think if you took the spear out, all of a sudden that Jeopardy of failing is is gone, you know, because we've all said this before, Spartan obstacles, you said it yourself, it is more of a runner's game. You know, you yeah. can almost run up to an obstacle, do an obstacle, carry on, run up to an obstacle, do an obstacle, carry on. The spear for me at the minute is the only thing that's a game changer for that. So it's the only thing that actually people go, oh my God, I might miss. I have to do burpees or apparently loop it as it is now. You know, I don't think any other obstacle has that fear for the elite uh, at Spartan other than spear. No. It's the only one we all go there's a Ooh. chance I might miss this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I know. Whereas Twister, Helix, Ape Hanger, you know, Monkey Bars, we all know that if we're, unless a silly mistake happens, we all know that we're getting through those, right? Very often, do you find a, an elite fail? Any obstacles now, do you know what I mean?
1: Oh, yeah, um, definitely. Fast forward, like, four, five, uh, rewind, sorry, four yeah. or five years, and maybe... Oh. maybe a twister maybe a hoist maybe something else but it's all changed now it seems to be everyone's kind of uh, very solid on all those obstacles and yeah you're right the Spears that one joker in the pack that can kind of make a big difference and you look at UK races it's normally always at the end so there always is some kind of thing
0: and uh, does make a difference, right? I mean, I've yeah. been very lucky last year. You know, I've overtaken eight people in a race when I've come through and I've had a shit run race and I've looked and everyone's doing better. So I'm like, thank you. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> yes, on. let's yeah. go. But hey, that, that's that's the, the look of the game, right? That's, that's, that's racing. That's, yeah, of course it is. That is. And that's what I, I think my mind still goes back to. I do enjoy Spartan racing because I do like that element of... You can have a shit race, and you can be miles out, oh. and actually, you can still be in it.
1: See, you love Spartan, really.
0: I don't know. I do. I do. I've, listen, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have spent the last six years freaking training for it if I didn't enjoy <laughs> it. I really do enjoy it. And the thing is. And, Luke, this is interesting because I do want to be a better runner as well. So I do aspire to be a better runner. Mm. It's just that I look at, like, even you doing the marathon. I look at Tom Tweddle on his Instagram. I look at all these other people that are, like, really putting the miles and effort in on the run. And I'm like, do I really want to be doing that? Like, I want to be an OCR racer, but I also don't want to put 50, 60 mile weeks running in. You know, it's not what I do OCR for, you know. Yeah. and i think i don't know i keep saying to myself i'm getting older now can i really be putting 55 miles in my body but actually it's not that is it it's like you say it's life it's kids i've got another one on the way yeah. you know it's things like that that actually you realize Shit, i haven't got the time and i kind of like the challenge that like this year as you know and as obviously people have seen i've really focused on that short distance so i'm really focusing on that three to five k <clears throat> speed really technical obstacles so god knows how my spark is going to go this year because I haven't run anything over eight mile for a long time, so you know a super I might get away with a beast. I'm gonna I'm gonna be flagging massively, you Chew know. You um, I'm gonna be chewed up, spat out. But at the same time, that's not my specificity this year. That's not no. what I'm aiming for. I'm not bothered. Do you know what I mean, I don't mind if I come last. I just I'll do it for a bit of training if I do it. But yeah. generally, we spoke
1: know. about it before. Like I think right now with the way. You- OCR Spartan or races are going, we're going to see people try and pick a specific route. Like yeah. we've said in the previous, like Leon was one of the first, I think I've known to actually say, right, I am a short course guy. Yeah. Like hardly ever does he jump into a long Longer, course yeah. races. Like he might do every now and then he might jump into a beast or something or wh- whatever he wants to do. But realistically his, a races, his goals for a season are all revo- all around the short course. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I think we'll we'll get some people that maybe, maybe ultra is their thing. Maybe yeah. they're going to be doing the ultra distances. I'd say um, kind of like Sean Merriweather. He's seemed to have uh, Europe stuff as mudder, like yeah. more of an ultra kind of distance runner, although he is fairly fast as well across a yeah. shorter distance. So he could probably do more. Um, but yeah, you see people picking out those races, um, those kind of things, and doing it. So it's interesting, and I think that's the way it's going to go. Um, but right as we move on into the next year, what's uh, is it nuts for you? Is that the next shorter yeah, so, distance?
0: Yeah, yeah, so nuts. So uh, f- as as we know, I qualified for my age group, so I won my age group at Tartemore 3K. So oop, officially, oop. I'm going to Belgium as an age grouper 3K. That's if my baby doesn't come late and I can actually make it and my wife hasn't divorced me by then. Um, So I'll be going to Belgium as an age group. I would like to go as an elite, which means I need to do top three at Nuts 3K next weekend. Oh, is
1: it on the 15th?
0: Is it? Uh, No, no, no. So it's sorry, it's to. No, the weekend after that. So it's the 22nd. 22nd. All right,
1: sweet. Nuts.
0: 3K. Uh, and apparently they've got a good course down there. So we shall go and see. I, I mean, I I don't really like nuts and that's nothing on nuts. I don't like the course itself. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm actually looking forward to going and trying the course. Because I've only ever done the summer nuts that wasn't into nuts that got moved in COVID year. So I've only ever done one nuts race. So to say I don't like it's harsh, but I'm I'm not a big fan of mud and water and and slogs, so I'm kind of hoping this 3k will be a bit quicker, a bit more off yeah, you'd,
1: you'd think the 3k might be a bit more fluid, a bit more yes. fast. Um, they've I did the time trial up at Nuts yes, when they did yes. the time trial, and that was fairly fluid yeah, and fast. Yeah. So if they so got something, I'm kind of hoping
0: if we can get some into that, then it'll be we good race, yeah. you know. Excellent. That sounds good.
1: And well, then obviously it's Spartan after that, and that's it. Like, end of the month is Spartan 30. Henley. And not
0: that I've got anything on Spartan, I will go, and I probably I've signed up for the Super, mm-hmm. um, so I'm in that just for for more of a training race again, and because like I say, I enjoy Spartan. Um, yeah. Might do the Beast. Don't know. Depends how I feel. Really depends how the legs are. Really, how much training I get in between now and then. But
1: there you also, go. Well, how about yourself? um next weekend um i might be off to munich to go and Ooh, race um nice. the spartan. spartan 5k uh yep. out of munich um, so that's the
0: qualifying race isn't it for madrid
1: yes for their um uh, european elite series so yep. originally i wasn't thinking about doing it but i've had the opportunity to maybe go to a few of the races now so why not? Let's go. Let's give it a go. I'm not expecting too much after coming off a marathon a few no, weeks before. No. So I'm just going to use it as an early season, um, an early season race. Get on the obstacles because I haven't really done much obstacle stuff. Have a good run. I, en- I really enjoyed that venue last year. Um, you said about
0: it last week on
1: the podcast, were not you? Yeah, no. I really, really enjoyed the venue last year. It was great atmosphere. It'd be, it'd be cool to kind of like um, catch up with a few people. Just get out there. Enjoy it. So that'll be my kind of hopefully first race. So I just need to get it all uh, sorted. And then um, probably at the end of the month at Spartan, I don't know if I'm going to do the Beast or the Super. Probably leaning more towards the Beast.
0: Maybe it's probably better because your legs are like that. By then, you would have had a race in you as well. So actually, you yeah. might, be, you uh, might I, be on form by then.
1: I think I'll be recovered by then fully. Um, I'd have had a bit of training and I'd have had a race. So yeah, it would be good to see the beast. I think it's more because that's the easier day off for my missus. Oh, so, I'd say okay. It's, uh, it's not that it's uh, of too much choice for myself. It's more kind of tailored towards what day I can actually. Uh, the
0: opportunity you've got,
1: yeah. Yeah, how I can get away and get down there. So that is what it is. But yeah, super interesting. Um, it will be fun.
0: It would be fun. I think as well, like, I say it every year, but this year, Spartan. It'll be interesting to see how they go about things especially now they've they've you know they've moved around series races and blah blah blah. It'll really be interesting to see what their aim is and obviously they're still focusing on an age group series aren't they? Um, are yes they? yes still, they've got there's an, age group series, they? still
1: an age group thing going
0: yeah. on. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see who comes up from those age groups. I know there's a few names being banded around like Connor still coming up, you had Matt obviously last year. Uh, a few it's of good. those guys might come up. So it'll be interesting to see um, you've obviously got Sam Clark now, moved to England, so he's in England uh, from Marbella. So there's a few new younger, unfortunately very young, they're only all like 19, which is really worrying, isn't it, when you think, shit, i 35 this year, you know, like... Argh. Yes, just feel um, old now. 36, oh Christ. Um, so yeah, um, you, young lads coming in, So it'll be, and women come to that. I mean, the women will be interesting to see who, who does what in the women's side of things as yeah. well. Um, well. It'll be interesting to so, yeah, see... Here.
1: If there is any new women joining in, any yeah, women yeah. coming back. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Um, so, yeah, it looks like we're starting off, well, me, starting off with Spartan, and then I, I will do some more classic stuff throughout the year. Nice. Um, fingers crossed, but um,
0: epic. Nice one, mate. Well, Sweet. Leave you on leave you on that one, and we will see you in a bit. See you later. Bye.